So, in this Cheshbin number 25, where he's comparing the Avas Olam to Avas Olam And he tells us the first thing we have to do is try to get rid of, try to eradicate the love, the extreme desire to want more and more in Olam And we've discussed many different ways of how we do that, and one being that we understand this is only a temporary place, the other being that even all of the pleasures, the worldly pleasures, the physical pleasures that a person could endure and enjoy and experience, they're they're short-lasted. And when they're gone, they're gone. When it's over, it's over. No matter how desirable, no matter how pleasurable the experience is, when it's over, it's over. And when you look back at it, he says, wow, like, that's what I was looking for. The truth is, and there's a little secret. If you think about it, there's an anticipation for a pleasure, and then there's the pleasure itself. And oftentimes, the anticipation for the pleasure surpasses and is greater than the pleasure itself. And if that's the case, then you know it's probably a worldly pleasure. But if the experience that is more desirable and more enjoyable and pleasurable than the anticipation for it, then you know it's probably Ruchnius. You know, the, the example we give is you're looking for that brand new car. Yeah, oh, it's a new model and it's comfortable, seats, great, everything's all computer on the dashboard, and you drive it out of the showroom. As soon as you drive it out of the showroom, it already is depleting in its value. It's already decreasing in its, in its pleasure, and it will only get less and less. You do enjoy it, it's early and it's new and it's, it is exciting, no question about it. And there is, there is pleasure in that. But the anticipation of it suddenly dissipates. Because that goes away. And then as you use it more and more, it gets less and less exciting. That's just the way it is. But someone who truly enjoys a yumtiv, the more he's into the yumtiv, the greater it gets. Someone who truly enjoys learning, the more he's getting into the learning, the more he's doing it, the greater the pleasure is. But... And we'll put that, uh, leave that, what uh, is what we discussed so far about trying to put the the pleasures of this world in its proper place and try to eradicate our focus and attitude for that. But as well, we also have to build up on the other end our ava mabba. It's hard to to love something if you don't know what you're loving, if you, if you don't know what there is. So for that, we see already that the the Amiroim, the Chachamim of the Gemara already used what's called the Koyach And this is really where all of Musr and the Bali Musr stressed. This is really what it hinges on, the Koyach which means that the ability of imagination, which the Mashkir pointed out once that in our generation, it's very hard to imagine things. Because in days of old, they didn't have everything visual. 
and they didn't have every which way of this looks like that, that looks like that. So the, the mind was open, unadulterated to imagination. And your mind could wander to, wow, this is what this will look like, this is what that could be. But nowadays we, we have so much already, there's so much information in our minds that when we try to think about something, all of a sudden we associate this picture or that picture. So it's much more difficult. The the, uh, the Gemara that we'll mention here is the Gemara in Baruchas Tafiyud Zayin Amar Aleph. Margala Bepumei This is something that Rav used to say over and over again. It was his refrain. Margala Bepumei was something that his mouth was accustomed to saying all the time, Rav. What was that? He used to say, He used to say to himself, to his Talmidim, his chevra, his chavrusis, he says, this world is not like the next world. Ah, wow. Unbelievable. What a chiddish. What does he mean? Says Rav, He used to say, this was, this is, you know, he got up to speak and I gave it Russia. There's a Margalab Puma he used to say this all the time. He says, Rabbi say you should know that Oilama says not like Oilamaba. Oilamaba, there's no eating, there's no drinking, there's no marital conjugation, there's no business. We don't get involved in business deals, there's no jealousy, there's no hatred, there's no competition. Elat Sadikim Yoishvin, the righteous sit. And they have crowns on their heads. And they just derive pleasure from the glow of the Shechina. So here what Rav was trying to do is build up some imagery. He says, well, we know, we know what we do in this world. We eat, we drink, we, we have business deals, we have competition, we have relationships. That's what we do in this world. And it takes up so much headspace, and it takes up so much time. And Drive says we have to put it into perspective, because in the next world, where this world is a, a preparatory stage for that world, in that world, there's none of that. There's no eating, there's no drinking, none of that. In other words, there's none of this bodily pleasures that we indulge in all the time here. And he says, what is there? Oh, he says, it's so blissful that the, the righteous ones who are going to merit to get there will sit with the metaphor of a crown on the head, mean, probably meaning all of the, the mitzvahs and ma'isim tevim, all the terev that they learned and the mitzvahs that they've done create this crown of many, many jewels. And through that, they're able to receive HaKadosh Baruch bask in his Shechina and derive pleasure from the glory of the Shechina. So this is what he would do. He would bring out these, these imaginations, this Koyach Hatzir. You know, the Alt of Slabot, the Alt of Kelm said, ask somebody, what's the difference between a Tzaddik and a Russia? So we are Tzaddik and Russia. Well, you know, a Tzaddik knows what to do. He knows the right things. And the Russia, there's an ignorant person who doesn't know. Said the Alt of Kelm, it's not so. 
the tzaddik and the Russia know the exact same amount. You could find two people who know the exact same amount. You ask them, they'll spit it back to you exactly. But the difference is the tzaddik has a koyach The tzaddik is able to take all of that knowledge that he knows and build on it with his imagination to make it real. Everybody knows that this world is temporary and the next world is eternal. Everybody knows that you do an Avera in this world, you're going to pay for in the next world. Everybody knows that. But is it real? How real is it? Is it as real as a person who is addicted to cigarettes? He really needs it. He needs the cigarette. But uh, he has a little pouch of uh, tobacco in his pocket, but he doesn't have, he's ran out of those, the, the papers that you roll up the tobacco in, you know, and it'll tape the end of it. He can't, all of a sudden someone comes by, he says, oh, you know, Joe, I just... Uh, I owe you with that, that money. Here's a check. So he writes out a check. Here's the $10,000 that I owe you. So he has a $10,000 check. Oh, great. I have a piece of it. Now, which sane person is going to put the tobacco in, roll it up, and then he gets his cigarette. I mean, he's going to enjoy those few minutes. But he knows it's so clear to him. It's so clear to him. You can enjoy the few minutes, and then... You just lost your $10,000, which you can put in your bank account. And really, that's the way it is with every Aver. We enjoy a moment of a, a, a sinful act in this world, and we just gave up millions. So that's the difference, says the Alta of Kelm, between the Tzaddik and the Russia. The Tzaddik is able to use his imagination to make all of the things that he knows real, tangible. As opposed to the Russia, he doesn't bother doing it, or he doesn't want to do it. So... This is what Rav says. Rav says, this world is not like the next world. But now we have to start getting some imagery in terms of what is the next world all about? What is Eilam Abba all about? So we'll just mention, if we have time for both, we'll mention two things over here. One from, once again, the altar of Kelm. That we have a Kabbalah. This is what he used to say. This is the way he used to tell us Tamidim about Eilam Abba. And then one from Rav Dessler. So the Alt of Kelman, he wanted to describe to his Talmidim, what does it mean, Olam What is this world of eternity? You know, we're here a long time. You know, we think, uh, we think we've been dealing with COVID for uh, 20 years. It's only been a little bit more than two years. Well, we, so we think things are endless, right? You wait online in the airport, you think it's endless. All right, but after 45 minutes or so, you, you're done with it. So that's not very long when you look back. So what is this eternity? So the, the Alta Kelm used to say like this. Imagine like this. And this is what it means using imagination to make it real. He says, bring in a nice size box filled with seeds. Little tiny seeds. How many seeds? There's thousands and thousands of seeds in this box. He says, and bring it into a big empty room. And imagine that one day a bird flies into the room and the box is open and he takes with his beak one seed and he flies to the other end of the room and he drops it down. And then he flies out the window and you're sitting there every day, you're watching, you're watching and a year later to the day, a bird flies in, goes over to the box, picks up with its beak a seed, one single seed, and he flies over to the other corner of the room, puts it down, flies out the window. And then a year later to the date, the same seed occurs again and again and again. Now, 
Imagine how long is it going to take to deplete all of those seeds, thousands of seeds. And not only that, that's just one box. Then when you finish that box, you have one corner of the room that's filled with seeds. Then you bring in another box. And once a year, the bird flies in, he takes one single seed and flies to the other corner. And, and this goes on and on and on. A year is like, we, we, could, we could know what a year is. And maybe we know like, okay, after the, after the, the half of the box is depleted, yeah, so maybe if we've already gone through 200, 300 years, even that, we know there's, there's, there's a span of time of two or 300 years, but how long will it take till the room is filled? He said, and then you're just scratching the surface of eternity. Eternity means forever and ever. That means it doesn't end. So any mitzvah that we do that says we create a malach with that mitzvah and that goes and will be for us for eternity, it means forever and ever and ever. Not like when we were kids, we sat on the trip after five minutes into the trip, are we almost there? It seems like eternity. And as adults, we know it's not so long. It's not as long as you think. Everything in this world is temporary. But when we talk about the next world, we're talking about something that will never end. And any real pleasure, which is the way we, we, we are wired up to be, that we really, truly desire pleasure, but the real pleasure, it will go on forever and ever. So when you think about it in those terms, like what are we trading in? We're trading in, you know what, I'd rather just sleep in today and forget about going to answer a Omin Yehishmei Rabba Mavorach. Do you know what we're giving up instead? Do you know what we're giving up? I'll be lazy, I don't know the... I know who's calling me. He wants to ask me if I can make the minion. He wants to ask me if I could help him out a little bit. Ah, I'll go find something. If we can do it, and it, this is this is what are we giving up? So when you talk in these terms, that's what the Alta comes to say. He's trying to describe what Elam Abba is, and when you use your imagination like that, say, "Wow, I mean, this this is what it means to be. This is what it means to be there forever. This means to, to be able to." stay in the glow of the Shechina. We don't know what that is. We don't exactly know what it is to have the pleasure of being near the Shechina. That's something that's no one's privy to know. But in terms of the the length of time, we call the Olam Abba's Olam Shekulei Aruch, Olam Shekulei Teiv. Olam Abba is long, it's longevity, it's forever, and it's all good. You take a moment of goodness and you just keep going, keep going, and keep going without any stop. This is Eilam Abba. So Rav used to always have this refrain. He says, Rabbi Yisai, Luke, Eilam Azeh, Eilam Abba. Eilam we eat. That's it. It's in one minute. It's gone. Within a couple hours, it's gone. Any pleasure we have, once the pleasure is done, it's finished. You don't even you don't even have the, the, the excitement for it anymore. Yeah? Even you, 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 you worked on something, you accomplished, okay, but... That's it. After that, it, it does, it, it wanes, it dissipates. But don't don't think about that. That's Elam doesn't have a chilo all those things which are temporary, all those things which are not long lasting. No, but over there, it's a tzaddikim yoshvin and they sit forever and ever with these crowns on their head and enjoying the zivashchina. When we Conjure up images like this of Elam Abba, it helps us deal properly. Not going to save us from every sin that we may end up doing. 
but it helps us at least realign our focus. What are we living for? What are we loving? Are we loving this world and how much can I get out of this world? Or do we start to think, hey, I should, I really get an appreciation and love of the next world. Agutenacht.